We uh, planted Church by the Bridge seven years ago. Um, I'd never been coached. I'd never really read books on church planting. It was just, I was passing a large congregation and was um, convicted of a, a suburb called Kirribilli that the church didn't have people there and we should go and try and start something new. Um, so I'd never really heard of church planting. This is eight years ago. Um, so I was sort of stabbing in the dark. Um, as I've read books since then, I was thinking, oh, because of that better. But um, I, I was mentored as a young Christian in the UK. So I, I was converted when I was 20. And in the UK, there's a really big um, push on one-to-one discipleship. So really from day one, I was met with one-on-one, once a week, by a mature Christian uh, who really laid the foundations, not just for Christian living, but when I went to uh, consider full-time uh, paid Christian ministry, was mentored by a guy called Bourne Roberts, who just met me every week to talk about ministry. Uh, so that's where my mentoring came from. Uh, one-on-one ministry plays a, a big part in your in your ministry, Church by the Bridge. Yeah. Um, and you you're coaching now a, a, a Geneva planter. Yeah. What what are you seeing are the issues maybe in, in your one-on-one ministry, um, and then maybe reflect on on your church planting coaching as well. One-on-one within church. Yeah, one-on-one okay. within church. Yeah. I think one-on-one within church in Australia, um, people are reluctant. They don't they don't get it. Um, you ask guys, hey, do you want to meet up once a week with the Bible? Why do you do that? Uh, what's the benefit of it? How is this different to a small group? Um, I think when they when they do it, they get it. Just the joy of sharing a life with somebody, reading the scriptures with them. Um, the next, the more difficult step is to get them to then do it with somebody else. So I, I meet with ten guys every week, um, and of those, you know, if half of them go and do it with somebody else the following year, that's that, that's a, a good thing. Mm. Um, with Brett, who I'm who I'm coaching, um, it's a slightly different relationship. I meet with him. Uh, six times a year formally, so once every two months formally. Uh, we meet for a couple of hours. Uh, we address uh, lifestyle issues. We address doctrine issues. Uh, make sure he's walking closely with the Lord. Ask him all the hard questions. Uh, with him, uh, he's a very driven guy. Uh, trying to get him to be realistic about what will be some of the hard things about ministry. That's been really uh, key in our times together um, and they're going to change the world and trying to say let's just uh, dampen this down a bit let's just try and start small um, he's a single guy uh, I got married two years ago and so when I planted church with I was single so working through some of the issues of being single as a church planter that's been good uh, but more than those formal meetings uh, he will phone me up about once a fortnight just for five minutes with a question, um, and he started popping along to Southern Night Church maybe once a month, just to see how we do it. Um, can I ask what what are some of the issues you faced as a you know as a single planter? Um, what are the you know are they the same issues Brett's facing? Um, yeah. Uh, look, the 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 joys of being single is that uh, you uh, don't have the responsibility of caring for wife and children, and so. In God's kindness, you know, the hours that were freed up to 
plan and to pastor people during those early early days of Church by the Bridge. That was amazing. Mm. You know, I could meet with guys at six thirty in the morning and tenth uh, at night, and um, that was a real joy. Um, I have to say, and I've said this to Rachel when I met Rachel, I had to really think about giving up singleness because um, recognising the responsibility of getting married and having children and because um, there were great opportunities as a single man. And the struggles were um, people's perception that as a single pastor you couldn't pastor married couples or, or single women and that's a perception, not a reality um, because uh, it's not just down to you to pastor them. You, know, you, get, you get a team of people who can pastor them so you get other married couples who can pastor the marriages and you get other uh, women to pass the women. Uh, but you need to be very careful. You need to be very careful that you um, don't um, invest too heavily in any one of the sex, that kind of thing. Um, well, loneliness was a big issue as a single pastor. Uh, you know, you preach your guts out, you plant a church, you pastor people, you get home and you've got the four walls to talk to and um, you have no one to bounce ideas off and um, but I've been saying to Brett and that that uh, I am thankful that as a single guy I um, I basically got three married guys who I met with and I still meet with very regularly and they're the guys that I bounce ideas off and they support me and they ask me all the hard questions and so I don't rely on my wife to do that and I'd encourage anybody whether you're married or single to have those guys not just your spats who you've had some ideas off um, yeah uh, burnout is, is another big issue the rest, the rest time uh, you just go 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 um, yeah that's some of the issues that I talk through uh, you've just you've just planted in the last year or so uh, another congregation plant for Lavender Bay yeah um, what have you learnt uh, from that uh, yeah. So Lavender Bay broke most of the laws of church planting in it. It didn't have a pastor to plant it, so I was that pastor. But it was not possible to pastor it because we had a two services back in Cuba at the same time, so I couldn't be in two places at once. And so, uh, in an ideal world, we would not have planted it. Uh, we didn't have the pastor to do it. But I've been asking this build, this church for the last five years when we could use their building. They said no. And then suddenly the came to and said, do you still want to do it? And so I was like, well, I'm going to grab the opportunity. So it didn't have a, a definitive pastor. It had one singer. That was our only musicians. Uh, but it had 30 people who were mature Christians who were totally committed. And the joys of that church plant is that uh, whilst I've gone in to do the bulk of the preaching, the people themselves have really uh, grown and developed that church and owned it and uh, it hasn't been dependent on one pastor to do that.